0: to the Friday December 14th edition of Between the Horns everybody. Miles Simmons here to take you through the biggest storylines of week 15 as the 11 and 2 NFC West champion LA Rams get ready to take on the 6 and 7 Philadelphia Eagles. But let's start by going back a bit because the Rams clearly did not play their best game against the Bears last week. And while there were plenty of elements in that game that could have gone better for Los Angeles, quarterback Jared Goff's play is certainly one of them. Goff's last two games, in fact, have frankly not been up to his standards. Looking at the numbers, in the last two weeks since the bye, Goff has completed just 48% of his passes for 387 yards with one touchdown and five interceptions. Goff has also fumbled twice. So what does he have to do to get back on track? The quarterback talked himself about that on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things to work on, and that's pretty much weekly. And, um, you know, and win, lose, or anything that would have happened on Sunday, we would have looked at it the same way and learn from it and get better and, and, and find ways to improve and, and look at things that we did well and, and build on those, and that's no different with this game. And, um, but, yeah, we feel good and uh, had a good day today and are ready to get after the Eagles.
0: Since that loss to Chicago last Sunday, head coach Sean McVay has continually shouldered much of the blame for what went wrong offensively. He says that he needs to put players in better position in order to be successful. And that includes Jared Goff, who McVay said he evaluates more of what the quarterback has done over the course of the season than simply what he's done in the last two games. You know, when you're really looking at it, you're looking at, okay, within the framework of some of these early down plays, all right, what led to us being productive or something that we can maybe do better in some of these other situations, you know, really like the other night, all right, what's the best play right there? It's throwing it away because it's the only play because they gave you a dead play, and and that's something that we can learn from, but uh, we definitely approach it as each play is its own entity. Uh, When you look at the entirety of the 13 games that we've played up to this point, that's why you don't let a few plays dictate what you determine you know the way he's played he's done too many good things so we look at the entirety of it but but specific to that you know I think there's so many things involved in the quarterback position Gary that these guys have to do down in and down out uh, that you know just to lump one game uh, in would would not be fair to him and, and what he's done you know a really good job of this year despite the struggles Goff's teammates like Robert Woods and Roger Saffold still have plenty of confidence in him that's that's Jerry. He's gonna work himself out of. It. But for me, uh, for me to tell him, just
1: just keep firing, keep keep being confident, keep staying poised in the pocket, and uh, just just keep your eyes uh, downfield. But he's still young. He's still young. I mean, it's, I mean that's that's what it is. But uh, you know, his resilience uh, and the way that he's been able to continue fighting through adversity just shows you that he's gonna be able to come out of it in a big way.
0: It happened in a loss, but one notable element of last Sunday's victory was that wide receiver Robert Woods went over 1,000 yards receiving. He posted about how notable that was in an Instagram post earlier this week, but he also addressed it further on Wednesday. Uh, that means a lot. Just uh, a lot of hard work put in. I mean been been working at it my whole career and uh finally get an opportunity to reach it and make the plays and, and still have some game left to
1: in, increase on that thousand.
0: Robert Woods has been one of the most consistent receivers in the league this season, recording at least sixty yards receiving in each game since week two. But perhaps more impressive has been his versatility. Since wide receiver Cooper Cup was lost for the season with a torn ACL, Woods has stepped more into role within the offense, working more as a slot receiver. Quarterback Jared Goff noted just how valuable Woods has been because of that position flexibility.
1: Yeah, he's, he's always been so versatile and everything he's been able to do and then losing Cooper kind of moving his position and, and making him more of that slot guy has been huge for our team. You know, he's a guy that knows all the positions and can play all the positions and, and when you have a guy like that, you can seamlessly um, you know move him around and, and it's been good. I mean, you never want to lose a guy like Cooper, but having Robert fill in that position has been um, been good. This week, Woods and the rest
0: of the Rams' offense will go up against an Eagles defense that's been really ravaged by injury, with starters like former Ram Rodney McLeod going on injured reserve. In fact, eight of Philadelphia's injured reserve players from the defense. But Woods pointed out one player in particular who keeps that secondary going. Uh, still a competitive group. Um, we, know, we know they're missing some guys. We don't really know who's going to be up even, even this week. But still the heart and soul of Malcolm Jenkins is back there controlling, getting guys in place. And he's he's being the force himself. You know, He's finding ways to punch out the ball, um, get interceptions, but just, just being a leader of the defense, getting guys aligned and uh, just getting play as a unit. The Eagles also remain tough up front with players like Michael Bennett and another. Another former Ram, Chris Long, always providing a challenge. So does defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, who has six and a half sacks and 27 quarterback hits this year, and he is widely regarded as one of the better defensive tackles in the league.
1: Fletcher Cox is is, is, is tough because you know he's a guy that you know you can know what he's going to do to you, and uh, no matter what you do, he does it anyway. Uh, you know he's a strong guy, so he, so he's definitely uh, strong in the run and uh, his bull rush is one of the best. You know, but he's also able to move around and cause disruptions in the backfield, uh, as we saw last week. So, you know, I know that he's confident, so we're gonna have to play well.
0: That's Roger Saffold, who obviously is going to have a big job at that guard position of stopping Fletcher Cox from the three technique in terms of rushing into Los Angeles's backfield. But actually, on the other side of the ball, you got a guy like Aaron Donald. He said he's friends with Fletcher Cox and that he studied the defensive lineman's game. that's my man. You know, we always we talk a lot. You know, we communicate a lot. So, um, you know, I've been a fan of his for many years now. So I watch him on film and things like that. So uh, I'm just going to go out there and do my job. You know, that's so all I'm going to do. It and, um, watch what he see, what he do. Hopefully he don't do too much against us. But, you know, I'm going to be a fan watching him. So. On the other side, it's still fairly unclear as of Thursday night whether or not quarterback Carson Wentz will be available to play. Although, if you believe the reporting from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport or ESPN's Adam Schefter, it looks pretty unlikely that the third-year QB out of North Dakota State will suit up on Sunday. And instead, it's probably going to be Super Bowl 52 MVP Nick Foles, who's going to be behind center. Rams defensive coordinator Wade Phillips said, though, that it doesn't matter much in terms of the preparation which quarterback is on the field for Philadelphia.
1: We're getting ready for Wentz if he doesn't play. It doesn't change their offense a whole lot. And, you know, their next quarterback was the MVP of the Super Bowl, so it, it's not a big drop off for them either. So, um, But their plays are basically the same. It's the same routes, same running game, those kind of things, uh, you know, even when... Uh, Foles went in. Ram safety John Johnson echoed that sentiment this week. Um, it
0: doesn't affect our preparation. Last year, the same thing happened. He started the game and didn't finish it. Uh, Nick Foles ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's he can extend the play a little bit better, but besides that, they're both pretty, much, they're both pretty good. They're going to run the same offense, so it doesn't really change much. There are a number of defensive players on the Rams who played on the team with Nick Foles back in 2015. Defensive tackle Aaron Donald is among them, and so he's got a lot of familiarity with Foles. But cornerback Marcus Peters also played with Foles, but in Kansas City. Here's what Donald and Peters had to say about their former teammate. Uh, well, he, he won a Super Bowl last year, so he can do a lot. So we just got to, um, you know, like I said, like I always say, put pressure on him, trying to get to him, make him uncomfortable, You know, and the main thing we got to do to get the opportunity to rest of the press, we got to stop run, so.
1: I know Nick Foles. I uh, was with him in KC, so I know what he can uh, bring to it. And I think the world knows what he can bring to it now with him being the Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, you know, just, you just prepare as you can do. We'll find out uh, as we get on, and, you know, we'll find out who we're playing against.
0: And finally, the Rams defense has created 10 takeaways in the team's last three games. Head coach Sean McVay noted that the Rams have to do a better job of capitalizing on those opportunities with points when they have the chance. Interestingly enough, though, defensive coordinator Wade Phillips noted that
1: L.A. has been playing more zone coverage in their back end lately. Uh, We've got an aggressive group, and I think it's coming out in that. Um, I think takeaways overall throughout the year is pretty good overall. Um, You know, but... uh, yeah, it's picked up in the last couple of games, which is good. Which is a good, good sign. I, I think our pass defense. You know, everybody knows, or I've told everybody. I guess I shouldn't have, but we've we've been playing a little more zone, and guys are seeing the ball better. And uh, I think that. You know, if you play man to man, if you play a lot of man to man. You don't get as many interceptions, but they don't get as many completions, you know, and that that now the other side of it, if you play more zone, they're probably going to get more completion. But hopefully you get get the tips and overthrows and interceptions, you know, now you can do good in both. But but overall, that's the way it works. So and both of them are good in certain ways, certainly.
0: Well, that will do it for this Friday, December 14th edition of Between the Horns. Thanks so much for listening. For all the latest news and updates on your 2018 NFC West champion L.A. Rams, be sure to download the Rams mobile app. The Rams are back at the Coliseum for the first time since mid-November this week, taking on the Eagles on Sunday night football. If you can't make it out to the stadium, kickoff will be on NBC on television and on the radio on ESPN L.A. at 520 Pacific. Have a great one, everybody.